Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and a regular guest, RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. RJ, how you doing, man? Um, I'm. I feel confused because it's we're pretty much halfway to season. I know. And, I don't know what to and do. It's, it's just one of those weird things where, on the one hand, it feels like it's been going on for a long time, and it yeah. and it and at the same time, like it started yesterday. Yeah, but no, I um, agree. But it's, it's been good so cause... far, and it was another awesome weekend. With uh, I, I'm still another confusion. Uh, the whole schedule is a bit odd. I'm still looking for an answer to why was it a short individual? Because mm-hmm. I thought maybe part of the course is under preparation, but then they use it today and. Um, didn't see any reason why they couldn't have raised the individual, but I, I wish I had yeah. the answer to it. I, I'm yeah. guessing it's just an experiment just to see. Um, and I know they've got another one on the schedule for next year. Uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I didn't hear that many athletes talking about it except for a couple who mentioned that they didn't like it. Um, mm. so we'll see. It might be one of those last for a couple of years and then goes away type things. Could be. Did, yeah. Did you have any thoughts about just watching it? Because I will say for me, having the the shorter laps, it just felt an individual can be pretty uh, chaotic. Um, Partially for me, because you have athletes going, it's prone standing, prone standing. And then Mm. the shorter laps, it just, I felt like I was having a harder time keeping people. Yeah. It made it feel, I I didn't see the whole race live, but Mm -hmm. um it made it a bit more um, as if it was a race against people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I find the individuals. So it's so long that, you know, have that there's always yes. just a small number of athletes out there really yeah. that are even close to each other. I don't know. It, it felt a bit more like a, like a more race against each other rather than purely focusing on yourself. But it's uh, it's <laughs> maybe it's just funny. a visual it's funny you mentioned that about how long an individual is. I have this distinct memory of one of the very first podcasts we ever did. And it was when we were doing the Olympics and we were recording after every, after every race mm-hmm. and the individual races started like in the, I think that was so early quote unquote that I don't know that you even went to bed cause it was so, but it went right, on yeah. forever. It would just kept going. <laughs> and I just remember like, I just need this thing to end so we can record the podcast so I can go to work. Right. I just like, it was <laughs> <Yeah>. like- <laughs> well, it's, it's funny cause I'm also one of those weird people that wants to start reading a book. I want to finish it cause it's, yeah. you know, and yeah. I feel the same way with individuals. Like if you have 20 more athletes from I know. all due respect, yeah. Romania and, um, clearly sure. people that Moldova, are not going to yeah. win yeah. Moldova. Um, I still want to wait until the last, <laughs> last one comes across the line. <laughs> Yeah, Even though absolutely. that person will never know, but still it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, no, I, I, I feel the same way too. And that's, you know, uh, you start getting excited about somebody who's going to finish like in 49th place, but for them, 49th right. place is, it's, it's amazing. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, 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 um, you mentioned the schedule being so far down and I, I was actually going to say this, but I find myself at the beginning of the season, I look ahead and there are certain stops I always look forward to and, and, mm-hmm. and Anholtz being one of those. And it's kind of sad to me that we're already past it. Um, you know, and, and the reason I look forward to it, obviously all the, the, all of the athletes love it, but it's just, it's just really pretty on TV. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, we were robbed of that, you know, the first couple of days with the, the less than. So that was really weird because I've been really struggling yeah. with the new app. Yeah. Um, often my video won't even play and <laughs> that kind of thing, but, yeah. um, I also often click on a wrong, wrong button. Yeah, for the and then I end up in the wrong race, and I seriously thought, oh, I must have clicked on Oberhof or something. I know. <laughs> so I turned it off again, and then, and then I clicked on adults, you yeah. know, individual, short individual, and it's like <laughs> I was still thinking, oh, they must have mixed it up and forgot to, you know, the, the put the wrong link on whatever. But uh, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, not the the typical picture you think of when you think of Andholz. No, and then they're luckily, announcing that they're, they, uh, they're delaying it because the you know, and I was like, what is happening? This is not. It's supposed to be sunny and you know, and and cool, but no, nope. it was well. And I also kind of gross. Uh, I I didn't check the actual like weekend stats, but the shooting mm-hmm. was just yeah. horrendous. There were so many athletes yeah. that have good shooting percentages that were just awful. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was it was definitely rough. Um, you know, there's on the very the, the first couple of days I think it was more breezy, but today it wasn't even that windy. No. But there were still some some sort of obscene shooting uh performances that were up there and and mm-hmm. I know that we can get into some of those in particular, but I agree. It was worse than I remember it being, but maybe maybe I just having a faulty memory. Right. It's certainly weird coming off of repolling where we have, you know, traditionally some really amazing shooting. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. So no even, kidding. even normal feels, you know, rough, but the, I, I agree. It felt like there was a, a lot of, a lot of red, a lot of misses. Yeah. The only good part with that was that even today, um, you still felt like, well, it's happened a lot before that people shoot and miss two or three. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, but then didn't really happen, but. Didn't didn't really matter what the uh, the winners we yeah. had. Um, no. So, uh, do you want to jump into it? Obviously, uh, yeah, we yeah. talked about weather and, and shooting, but uh, so yeah. So tell me, what was uh, your first big thing? Uh, to um, how do you say that? First time World Cup winners. Yeah, I was super happy for uh, Heike Gross. Um, yeah. I looked up a, a bit of her numbers: one hundred and eighty nine. Well, 88 races, no, sorry, 187 non-team races, four podiums, 10 top fives, 112 top 30s. And finally, she got her win. And as you would expect, but man, she was so darn excited about it. And and all the the Swiss people that you saw, coaches, techs, anywhere around the course. And and even so many non-Swiss were just clearly very, very happy for her. Yeah. So that was awesome to see. And then folk the next day, even though, you know, it wasn't a non-team race, but uh, still a first World Cup win and mm-hmm. pretty darn excited. I think we, you and I both had the hope slash expectation that it would happen maybe a little sooner after she mm-hmm. uh, made the switch from the IBU Cup. But uh, I hope there's many more to come. But uh, yeah, those, those were definitely uh, things that come to mind first. And her partner in the relay was it was Strello's Strello. first one yep. as well. Yep. So yep. Uh, really nice to to see that. Yeah. No, I think that um, Hacky Gross. I think that was definitely an, an incredibly popular win across the entire biathlon family. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, you could feel it like the momentum building, and 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 oftentimes like you have these athletes who they'll have un, like a, you know the podiums and the podiums, and then like parts this year, right? You know 
she had yeah. how many second place finishes earlier in the year and it couldn't quite get over the line for for the win um yeah and but it was you, you, know, you could sort of feel the hacky gross was getting closer and closer and then to see her finally get the win was was incredible yeah. But it was well, also, this was a season to do it, right? How, how yeah. it was building up in the last couple of World Cups. She was yes. fast yeah. and shooting was going well. And just, yeah. you knew you just had to click one day. And Yes. Well, that was what I was going to say is that the shooting was what impressed me. Because we always know that mm-hmm. she's fast. She's always been fast. But yeah. she won it in an individual. Was, like, you say that, though, Yeah. But she was about uh, minus two compared to the medium of the field. Yeah. And she was now, for this season, she's minus 3.5. Okay. So, so not even after normal yeah. speed, yeah, yeah, Man, and but, she gained two seconds on her shooting times. Ooh, so that's yeah, you know, well, so everything as we, got as, as we saw today with Simone, and I, I want to spend more time on her later, but you mm-hmm. can do a lot of good with shooting times. Um, yeah, no kidding. But uh, yeah, so I was going to say, Hacky Gross up to eighty-seven percent. Yeah, um, and her best before this year was eighty-one percent. That's that's a, a hefty improvement. Yeah. Um. So do you think, I mean, I, I, I did, a I, my first dipped my toes into the research for, uh, a piece on the, the history of the Swiss women. I did the Swiss men last year. Um, and she's definitely, uh, on her way to the best single season in, uh, in, in Swiss women's history. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that she can crack the, the top five by the time this is all over? She is, uh, 53 points back of Alvira. Mm. I, I'm a bit worried yeah. that she may be able to hold this to the world championships. Yeah. But I don't think she'll be able to uh to continue. But yeah, I think she'll still be good. I just don't yeah. think she'll be right at the at the top. Yeah. Uh, and then you would definitely assume that Elvira is gonna improve from what she's doing now. Yeah, you hope. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think that this is probably where she settles out. Also, Jean Monod in sixth, the head of her overall, is is looking mm-hmm. quite good right now too. But yeah. um, so this is something that shocked me. And and every time I look at it, it surprises me. Do you know how old Lena Hockey Gross is? Is she just under thirty? She's twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like she's been around forever. Well, almost two hundred races, like. <laughs> And and that's non-team races. Yeah. I didn't write down the, the team events, but yeah, she's been around. 261 total yeah. races. Yeah. This is her 10th season and she is 28. So, um, you know, it feels like she's been around for a long time, but she could still be, she, she could still, six years from now, right? We could still be watching her race and compete at a high level. So. Um, well, maybe yeah. it's just sort of the, the natural yeah. trend of, you know, as women get a bit older. Yeah. She's in that. She's in the right age group to to reach that peak level, you know. Yeah. So and if she's then, smart, um, she would have a baby right now, and then she gets out <laughs> even stronger. <laughs> no, sorry, I, that I sounds know, a bit yeah. uh, bad, but uh, I don't no, mean it that way. But I, it, if anything, it just I I have a lot of respect for people not just having a baby, but then coming back and performing at the top level. So yeah, my um, hope is that she waits until after the Olympics, <laughs> if that's if that's what she and right. her husband want yeah, to do. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, did you know she's also leading the, uh, the individual discipline globe at the moment by two points over Vitazzi. So that'll be, uh, there you go. Yeah. That, that could be a nice little, uh, that'd be cool. She can hold on to that globe. Yeah. That'd be be a nice, nice way to finish the season. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I mentioned Julia Simone, and she was someone that um, I had mentioned. Was it just a couple of days ago? I said something on Twitter about how you know she's a little bit back in the overall race, but uh, in, in most people, I would say probably not going to come back from the deficit that she had. Um, but you know, then she went second and first, and uh, mm-hmm. and and that's why you don't count out Julia Simone because she is going to race every race like it is the last one she's ever well, run. I felt, especially today, but also the other uh, the other race where the the last shooting really felt like, okay, is this last year's Simone or is this the, the Simone yeah. we know from the years prior? And mm-hmm. you know, she pulled it off. So kudos to her. No kidding. And, uh, yeah, it's. I'm I'm really curious, and, and probably another thing I never get a clear answer to, but how much this has to do with uh, trying to peak for the world championships. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, because she she said right. Uh, I don't remember if it was the short individual or last week in Repolling. She said that. Uh, did you mention this? That uh, Worlds was going to be her focus, not going after the overall. And uh, I think you so, mentioned it. Yeah. So so she is definitely looking to peak at Worlds. Mm-hmm. However, if she can maintain that peak to afterworlds, she is still in the still in the running for the, for right. the overall if she wants to. But um, yeah, Not she had a crazy weekend. Sure. Crazy mm-hmm. weekend. Um, in the short individual, she was uh, second fastest behind Lompich by one second, and she was twenty six seconds ahead of Tangible or twenty five seconds ahead of Tangible, who was the third fastest. Yeah. And there were. 12 women that were, or 10 women, I think that were within 25 seconds of Tangervolt. So just to kind of give the, you know, the, the perspective. And then uh, on the other side of the scale, Elvira, yeah. oh, one yeah. minute, 24 behind. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, she doesn't, well, hold that. I'm going to come back. I do want to come back to Elvira, but okay. uh, today, today, Simone, she beats Jean Monod, who is on good form. She, Jean Monod goes perfect 20 for 20, Simone 19 for 20. And so she makes up over a penalty loop uh, in time, but uh, she was only two seconds faster on the course. She made it up almost all the shooting mm-hmm. time. She shot 22.5 seconds for her first prone, 24 seconds for the second, 16.9 for the first standing, and 18 seconds for the, the second standing shooting. Which With every one single miss, one of the, was right? that? With one miss. In With there, one yeah. miss. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Every yeah, I looked at the same numbers fastest. and I wrote yeah. down the comparison between um, um, uh, Simon and uh, Lou Jamino. Yeah, do you have? And it, I was confused because uh, yeah, Lou Jamino was one point sec- uh, four seconds faster in course time. Yeah, but she yeah. lost almost thirty two seconds in range time. It's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. And I mean, it, it was time. pretty clear, right? Yes. When, yeah. but, but at the same time, I feel like. Good for Jean Monod to not get caught in, yeah. you know, oh, I need to shoot fast too, because she mm-hmm. just seemed to do her own thing. And yeah. obviously she she shot clear. So, yeah, race your own race. Yeah. It's good enough. That was just, that was crazy. There was one in particular where they came in together and Simone had three shots gone before yeah. Jean Monod had her first. I was like, good gracious. Yeah. That's just, it was, it was rapid to put it mildly. So clearly, Which I, I found impressive by both. Yeah, you know that Simon did it, and then and that Jean Monod yeah. just completely blocked it out and just did her own thing. How much of that do you think is that they're on the same team, and Jean Monod is just used to seeing it every day in practice? 
You know, it's interesting where, um, so when I shoot, mm-hmm. go to my practice, you hear the first shot of the night. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you don't really, you don't really notice it, although you hear it, but mm-hmm. you know, there's so many shots being fired and stuff that, yeah. And I, I mean, it might be my hearing going down, but, um, <laughs> I, I can't really, you know, if you hear shots, you don't really necessarily know if it's one lane over or two lanes over, you'll, you'll hear it when it's 30 yeah. lanes over, but, um, so I don't, I don't think that really makes a lot of yeah. impact. I think it's more to the crowd. If you're saying Antolz and you're behind sure. Totsi and she's just before you and you start, you know, zeroing in, well, not zeroing, but start yeah. focusing on your targets and you hear the, Hey, Hey. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> but even that, they probably block that out as much as they can, but. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I would have a difficult time with it seeing, having somebody right next to me, just, mm-hmm. just firing that fast. Be- well, imagine, um, Tandervold in lane one and you in lane two. Oh, yeah. How would that make you feel when she's I would staring be very at you? Nervous. Quite nervous, <laughs> just staring at me. Yeah. You'd be like, "Hey, how are you doing?" <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I'd be intimidated for so many reasons. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> moving on, a um, lot of thoughts, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I would probably go over five and. <laughs> <laughs> Going so, back uh, to the ski speed, I did want to mention <laughs> that uh, Baiba had the 11th course time. Oh, way to go, Baiba. She, she had a, um, a very up and down. I don't know if you saw all her numbers. Um, mm-hmm. I did, yeah. Her shooting obviously was uh, not quite where she wanted it to be with uh, 12 misses on the short individual. Yeah. But then with the uh, single mix, they got in fourth. Mm-hmm. Do I have that right? Fifth, yeah. Yeah, so, um, and then she shot one penalty loop, but then the the second lap that she did, or second uh, round, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, just one um, reload, so. Yeah, she did and great then, in that second leg. Yeah. yeah. Her her second leg, third total. Yeah. Right. So that was that was great to see. I was really happy for her. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I can only imagine what it's like being a new mom. Right. And, uh, well, I know what it's like being a new dad and then <laughs> you, you, right. Trying to focus on something like that, you know, and, and, yeah. in being separated from your, your kid. And I, I don't know their whole, their whole travel situation, but, um, yeah. So I, uh, I'm really impressed that, you know, everything that she's been able to do. Can you imagine? I mean, she is what you said, 11th course time in the mm-hmm. short individual. Yeah. That's just nuts. These moms, man, yeah. I don't know where they get the strength. Superpower. You're not kidding. No, I just, for the other um, things about short individual, like we talked about this last year a lot, but when, when JT Bow is clean, there's just no way. Right? No, yeah. what are you going to do? Um, and did you notice like he, he definitely shot much slower in the short individual? I don't know if you were paying attention to it, but I remember watching it and he just looked more deliberate. And I don't know how much of that was just the fog or how much of it was, Hey, I know I'm. Well, it's, and in other of, races, it, it, it missed yeah. costs him twenty two seconds, where now yeah. it costs him a minute, right? Yeah, it's just very deliberate, so, right? It's like I'm, I yeah. don't want to mess this up. It, it's it's in okay end, it to matter to, as much. <laughs> to lose five seconds per yeah. per shooting because yeah. otherwise it would be a, a whole minute. So 
Yeah, and, and what he was one of two guys to go twenty for twenty, and I think there were like ten or eleven mm-hmm. that that even went that had one miss or less. So, right. uh, you know, definitely gave him a, a monumental advantage, and uh, yeah. not that he really needed it because um, he was skiing just fine. But uh, yeah, so um, speaking of JT, did you see him today? Mm-hmm. Did you? I don't know how close you were watching. Did you see what happened on the first the first lap? Yeah, he tripped. <laughs> yeah, he tripped. Did he trip? Was that over Lagrid's pole? Mm, from what it looked like to me is that he tripped on his own pole. Okay, because right. when, you, when could... you plant your ski, yeah, and your and your pole, yeah. um, it it happens sometimes, and it could be that somebody else just, you know, uh, two poles collide and it just swings your pole a little Get bit to the inside of okay. your ski. Yeah, um, yeah, it's. So, I, I think he was very lucky to do it where he did it. Yeah, and not on uh, just before a downhill, right? Because yeah, where everybody can really get away from you. Yeah. But yeah. um, but I, two things I thought were interesting. Which one? He fell. Um, which I guess you know you don't see all the time, but I guess we've seen it <laughs> twice yeah. in two years. One was yeah. uh, ice in assisted. France. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, but also what what was what was Lagrid doing going to the front there? I think he's kind of lost. Yeah. It was weird because he doesn't know what to do anymore. It was the very first lap. Nobody was really like crushing the pace. And he just like, it it looked like a really, like, I'm going to go out there and make a move. And uh, he was, did he, did he ski next to Jacqueline before that? (laughs) Jacqueline said, Hey, hey, this is what I would do. I I am caught up. Can you go? (laughs) (laughs) I just, it was, it was, it made me. And this is this is total overreacting, right? This is this is probably totally overreacting, but seeing him do that, which was really out of character, made me nervous for where he is, well, like the state of his. I wanna I wanna save that performance for. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. We'll we'll come back to it. So then, so then, you know, he, I, you know, it was really weird the first lap of a of a mass start seeing JT Bo like. <laughs> Way in the back of the pack. Where like is that. he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What like, happened? Like, first shooters were coming out. Yeah, already. He's skiing right? on. <laughs> yeah, um, and he ended up like what fifty seconds back after the first shooting because he had two misses in there. Uh, didn't matter. Still, yeah, fun, I could. Right. He was. Well, I think. And how close was seconds. he to catching up with uh, QFM? Still, that's. I don't know. I didn't even write that down. Was it? Um, I I don't know but, the number, but so I'm, I'm, he yeah, pull, he came into right the now. finals. Um, uh, JT Bo came into the final stretch when QFM yeah. had not finished yet. Yeah, twenty three, uh, three seconds. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I almost, don't know, but I mean, Dala was already what forty two seconds behind. And yeah. JT Bo must have been quite a bit more than that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think Dala, I think JT Bo was fastest on the course by like twenty six seconds today. Mm. Just pretty wild, uh, especially when you consider what Dala did at the end. Um, oh. I, that moment that I have rewatched, yeah, about a minute, I guess, of the race where, yeah, you see Dale coming closer, and then there's a section where they just glide, yeah, and it's almost like Dale is going twice as fast, and yeah. then they get to that that sort of that weird turn that's kind yeah. of a ninety degree turn almost, mm-hmm. where he takes uh, QFM on the inside, yeah. And by that point, QFM was very aware that he was coming, and he still seemed shocked that you know he wants to start a turn, and all of a sudden there's Dale on the, <laughs> on the inside, yeah, and gone, right? It was 
it was like yeah it honestly it looked like it looked like dolly was racing a junior right it just looked like it, it was, was like such a difference in speed it was it was alarming yeah but, and when he started his sort of final push up that hill mm-hmm. there's also that um those boards that they have the bmw drive up the hill kind of yes, thing yeah and the, the, the bmw was almost like falling behind Dolly. <laughs> it was oh man that was that gave me goosebumps just watching him yeah because i don't know i always i always feel that uh tv doesn't do justice to how steep these hills are yeah and to do that at the end of a race and just have a burst of speed like that and not just for 10 meters like that's a long it was a stretch on a hill burst, that's yeah. pretty nasty yeah and it was something about like the way he was doing it too. It looked like he was possessed, right? It was just like, yeah, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like he just had somehow ramped his body into 110% of his normal, like, mm-hmm. ability. like he's already very fast, but it was like, he was just moving in some sort of super speed, but he didn't look like he was frantic or anything. He but just, what I found interesting, he didn't look like he was trying to get away from Serum. no. He was trying to get closer to QFM. Yeah. Right? Serum was just sort of there. He just happened to be on the course. Right? <laughs> was just... well, I mean, also hats off to, yeah. you know, to, to sort of come, mean, coming off the bench. Follow and, him right, yeah. right behind him. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It was just, Serum yeah, just was, was a, a, a sort of a bystander on the way to, to yeah. right? That was not the goal. The goal was not to catch him. He, he exited. The range with the goal of I'm going to get second. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Oh man, I, I wonder if he still has first place in his mind, but who knows? Uh, I don't, yeah, that's a good. I think he, I, I think he knew Christiansen enough to uh, yeah to know that that wasn't going to. What happen was the final gap? I know Christiansen was definitely cruising wow. at the end. Like he yeah. was not. It was ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Speaking of Christiansen, I think he has made his statement about uh, worlds quite clear. I would say so. Yeah. Two wins. Well, let's was... let's maybe get into it right away. Um, yeah. I I jokingly send you a message saying first Sterla Holmlegreit shoots in the hotel wall and now <laughs> shoots himself in the foot because yeah I've been looking at some numbers. Um, mm-hmm. In the standings, he is the last. No, not the last. Uh, sixth in the World Cup, but also the sixth Norwegian. <laughs> but then I looked at um, yeah. the average point per race, and he is fifth there. But Strumsheim is so Ligret has forty two point two points per yeah. race. Strumsheim thirty nine point two, and Surum thirty seven point six. And most of the points for Ligret, if you would put it sort of in a trend line, you could see that would that is going down. It's going down, yeah, for sure. Like, are they? Can they bring seven? Because they they won a lot of races last year, and then I think the winner is always guaranteed a spot, isn't it? I think they can, they can bring a ton. I can't remember what the number is, but they can bring a ton. They get four plus the winner of the world championship from last year, right? Right. So they can. I think they can start five for because of J two was he won what three of the races mm-hmm. last year. So, so they'll um, bring him regardless. But I don't know if we'll get many spots if they only have I, four. Yeah, yeah, or five. And um, we can. I was going to have. Was, this is a question I had for you later. I was going to ask you to, who would you put on your Norwegian relay team? Uh, uh, don't know Current that shape? he would be on. 
Don't yeah. I don't know that I would I think I would go with Christensen, Dala, Tarya, and JT Boo. I think I would go with those four. And because yeah, the way we, that Dala is going right now, like even if he misses, yeah, he can just throw in some just insane final lap, well, right? I mean, you can put Strunsheim or Surum in there too. I don't think they'd be much weaker. No, exactly. Yeah. But I think... You, if, and and you, it's you, interesting, right? Do you put a... Like if you would... Let's say you would put Surum on there. Do you put him first? So if if the so you get three guys or tension you, get to him, yeah, get to him, then you still have three guys. Or do you put them last because they'll probably have two minutes advantage? <laughs> two minutes and, or do you put him like second so you just sort of hide him in the middle there? Yeah. But, Either way, you you finish. Up, I, I don't I think, think Ligert would be part of it. Let's put it that way. No, I don't. I don't think so either. I think you go. I think regardless, you you close with JT Boo and and Christensen. Put Taria wherever you want, first or second, and then. Mm-hmm. You know, draw a name out of a hat for the fourth one. I think you're going to be fine between Dallas yeah. and Stromsheim, but yeah, I probably just, would go Dallas if I had to choose right now, though. Yeah, yeah. Although you could argue, you know, Christensen didn't have to ski very fast because it was so far ahead. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a anyway. That's a that's a, a good problem mm-hmm. to have if you're. Ziggy Mazay. But um anyway, yeah, going back to Sterla, I I I don't I if they can start five for the individual race, I guess you could run them there. Yeah. I don't know. Right? Because you really your choices are the sprinter the or the sprinter the individual. And I Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's an excellent question. I, the and, hard part too is, is uh, like, obviously we don't know if there's any sickness involved or. Yeah. 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 But um, I, now it makes me think like maybe you should have done the same as Christians and did just take a weekend take a off. Week off. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Sort of no, I agree. Reset right. and. Worked for Christensen having that, having that full extra week. Um, no kidding. Skipping Oberhof and coming back. It's gone. But again, first, now second, they sixth, all first, have two weeks. Gracious. You know? Yeah. For people in like Dala, who's in, in top shape, maybe yeah. he's frustrated because he's like, no, let's have him tomorrow. Yeah. Where <laughs> like, yeah. Ligrid is, is like, okay, that gives me two weeks to. Yeah, he's saying, thank God, right? I get surprise everybody to catch up. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, the, I guess the scary part, too, for everybody is that, you know, I, we haven't talked about it. We. Mm, as much as we did last year, but J2 Boo is still, it feels like he's building and getting stronger. <laughs> yeah, Give him two more weeks. Like what if he just shows up and is like, <laughs> Hey guys, I'm back. And I could not believe <laughs> how many times I thought this, this race today, the mass started where I was like, okay, JD Boo, he must be done now. And bloop, there, there, nope, he there was. he is. And yeah. uh, Justine Brejabouchet was exactly the same. Yep. Yeah. I kept thinking she was out and I didn't necessarily think that she would win, but she, she was there again in a race yeah. coming in like fifth or sixth. And yeah, it was, uh, yeah, there's something, you know, you can be a good shooter and, uh, you can make up a lot of time. Like we talked about with Simone, but you can't, <laughs> you can't make up that kind of speed. No. JT boo had four misses and he finished in fifth today. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just nuts. Cause the guys ahead of him had one miss, two miss, one miss zero. His brother had one who's right behind him. So, 
Yeah, I felt bad for Tarya. Because oh, his uh, brother just cruised by on the last lap. No, no, because he Patted had an issue with his rifle. Oh, yeah, yeah, In yeah. the first at shooting. The, at the first shooting, yeah. So yeah. that put him back about 25 seconds. And yeah. then uh, I was hoping he would, he would shoot clear after that, but um, he missed that one last, the last first miss. shot of the, yeah. the last shooting. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise he would be in for the podium, right? He would have been in for the podium. Yeah, for yeah. sure. What do you, what happened with the rifle? Do you know? It seemed like something was blocking the front sight. Yeah. So the the thing at the end of the barrel. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I wonder if something blew in it or uh, something like that because it seemed like he couldn't just easily get it out. So I don't know exactly, but yeah, we have this. I have this great uh, screenshot of of Lagrid last year looking like he was about to, you know, smoke a pipe with his uh, rifle, oh, yeah. you know, like blowing the, you know, off yeah. the, blowing something off the top and yeah, um, surprised that that's what I would have expected him to do. But I guess, I don't know. Must but have, I mean, must the have fact been, that he yeah. hit 19 out of 20, it didn't seem like any no. mechanical issue <laughs> or whatever, okay. but yeah. His, yeah. I think his barrel was stuck tightly. <sighs> right. Man. The year of Norway. Um, uh, I was yeah, again. I was actually I was going to talk more about her earlier, and and I forgot. I apologize. But Lujan Mano, we talked about her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, she had those two wins in Ostersund, right? She mm-hmm. looked a little bit off in Hockfields, and she missed a couple of races in Linzerheide, and then she has been this trimester working herself back. And so I was interested just watching because I felt like she's getting you know stronger and stronger. You can see that in her finishes. She went ninth, fifth, fourth, fourth, third, second. Um, so just a nice steady progression. Her mm-hmm. course times in the, over those races were 18, 11, 10th, 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 4th. She shot 96% for those races. And uh, four of uh, her five fastest shooting days, um, like average shooting times uh, mm. for the season, were in, those, were in those six races as well. So... Um, for somebody who I think somehow still went a little bit under the radar in the second trimester, she's yeah. looking really good. Well, I think the tendency was there to write her off for the globe when she got sick after a session. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like you said, then uh Hochfels was not great and then yeah. missed a couple of races and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it's she, to me, she's proving she's the real deal this year. She oh is she ever, and she is now a uh, hundred and twenty nine points back. So probably maybe I don't know, maybe a little bit too far, but I, that is one heck of a trajectory she's on. So mm-hmm. um, well, that's, if she keeps if, following the trend with the world championships coming up. I mean, that's a lot of globes or a lot of a lot of medals. Yeah, yeah. She, she I mean, she has to she has to be on the favorite list for some of these races coming up, right? Like, yeah. Well, and like I, I said, uh, her cool at the shooting today. Yeah. Yep. Knowing that you're up to, you know, up against Simone, who is going to outshoot you mm-hmm. time-wise, right? Yeah. And that she, she didn't get tricked into trying to do the same thing. She did her own thing. and Yeah, she ran yeah. her own race, which is yeah. an amazing thing to do. She is, what, 25 years old? So, um, and she looked like she'd been around for a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, it really impressed me, and, and yeah. I have I've been a fan of hers for for a while, you know. But you sort of, I will say that I became a true believer right this season. We're watching her watching her come along like this. So, um, and and yeah, like you said, right? It was was there was some question was was it a sort of a flash in the pan, you know, and to start the season? But no, I think we can officially put that to bed. Well, and I think too. Um... Like if you compare it to some other French girls coming up, um, Richard, uh, yeah. Chavot, they've had some really good results, but they've also had some really, really bad ones. And that's, mm-hmm. I think I mentioned that before, but Lou Jamano, she's, you know, even her bad races are still good. Yep. Yeah. It would, I'm never going to say I expect someone to win an overall globe because I think it's just, you need a lot to go right health wise mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, but it would not surprise me at all to see her win one or two before she's no. done. She's just so good. Uh, buddy, stand out in the single mixed relay for you? Single mixed. Um, yeah. A certain well, duo. Aider. Yes, yeah, a certain duo. Aider for sure. Yeah, yeah uh, I was very happy, happy t- yeah. for them. Um, it's funny because when I see Hauser with Aider, it makes her look older. <laughs> Like not older as in no, no, like her, yeah. her presence, but um, more, she's more veteran yeah. knowing how many of those races she has already done with Ader. Yeah. Yeah. And they just, I don't know. They just seem like a happy couple, even though, you know, they're not no, of course, yeah. together, but. Um, well, didn't, I think they, I saw that they, they go they, back a long way and, and yeah, I, I don't know. Just, uh, yeah, I, I was super happy to see that. It was I awesome. And I mean, it was an awesome podium in, in general with folk yeah. winning her first race and Strello yeah. and, you know, it was just cool to see. And yeah, yeah so this is the 11th season. Let's not talk about Jacqueline anymore, but. Yeah. I was going to say, this is their 11th season uh, together racing on the World mm-hmm. Cup. And uh, Hauser and Ader, I believe, have the record for most single mixed relay podiums now with uh Oh, yeah, it wouldn't yep. surprise so, me. Yeah. Averaging, averaging and that doesn't season. include the uh, Schalke, nope. Alf yeah. Schalke races, right? Yeah, they've been doing that forever. So i uh, I really happy to see that. Also, Hauser, she scored her first points <laughs> in forever in roof holding, and she scored a few more in, in the individual. So, mm, you know, yeah. it has not been the way the season that she really wanted it to go, of course, but uh, hopefully um, she can end it on a high note. Again, oh, maybe, maybe never the know. duo can can work uh, work towards oh the gosh. world championships. Get a medal. All I was going to say is we never know how many more times we're going to see Ader on any podium, right? Nah. So it's just great to see him up there. It's just in the middle of his career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> Which makes me think of Hofer because, of course, he's been around yeah. and has been uh, mentioned with other people retiring. Yeah. Did you see his finish today? No, what happened? When he came in together with Sammy, Sammy Samuelson. No, what And they were sprinting they for the line. And then um, they were kind of in each other's way to break because, you know, there's like 20 athletes that are already done standing there. Yeah. And I didn't see the whole thing, but um, it looked like Hofer almost fell, then avoided somebody, but he must have crashed into the boards. And you could hear the crowd go like, hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You should look it back, uh, watch it back. It's a, I, I don't know how it ended. Everybody seemed pretty relaxed, so I'm, I'm guessing nothing bad happened. Yeah. 
But yeah, he was. You could just see like the camera swerving away, and then you see Hofer in the bottom left <laughs> of the screen, just swerving around people. <laughs> kind of oh, funny, man. but uh, um, well, you know, especially they must have really been <laughs> seeing an Italian man do that. They must have been really. Oh yeah, really yeah. nervous. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Did he? I I didn't take note of him. And the individual or the or the or or the mass start obviously because I missed that, but he did okay in the single mix. He had a he was with uh, Rebecca Pastler and he was fine. He did yeah. really good. Yeah, because Pastler started with uh, penalty loop, right? Yeah, yeah, and and Hofer really and then, dragged uh, him back. Yeah, and I I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but he um had the third fastest ski in the single individual. Oh, Eight did misses he really didn't help? But no. Or sorry, yes. Did I say what a short individual? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had the third time, but then yeah, eight misses. Um, I think he, his skiing actually was pretty decent. He was fast in the single mixed, and then maybe today he was not as fast, I believe. But uh, you know, he doesn't. He's looking okay. Well, no. I mean, last year I I seriously thought. I don't he even was, know. It, yeah. it started so weird. He was going to train with the Swedes and, you know, yeah. um, then he pretty much missed all season. Yeah. I think he raced a couple of races at Worlds and that was it. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, he seems to be pretty good shape. Yeah. Speaking of uh, his whole team, right, the whole Italian team, they are doing really well right now, right? I just... Uh, I don't think that Giacomo would agree with you after today's, but uh, well, fine. When, but, but, when he takes a few days to uh, to yeah. review where he is at, yeah. Uh, I was just gonna no, say, right. right? The the mm-hmm. the mixed relay team got second. They've got a couple of the the men who've gotten second a couple of times. But Hotsi's doing awesome. Um, Giacomo obviously is you know most of the time he's been doing very well. Uh, so I feel like the the and that's with what did they call her on the on the broadcast? Dorothy Veer. I think they were they anyway those guys. Uh, um, uh, she hasn't been around at all. Uh, just finally, just finally made it back. But she was and, solid in the in the relay. She was, yeah, yeah. Um, no, well, no misses at all, right? Just a solid mm-hmm. straight ten for ten. And yeah. um, right, you know, and 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 Buna uh, looked looked really well, uh, looked really good on on his leg. So uh, you know, yeah. kudos to them. Uh, I, I just. I'm not going to say I didn't see it coming, right? I'm not. I'm not stunned, but it's fun to see it, you know, because you you sort of get used to seeing, you know, it's Norway and it's Germany and it's France, and mm-hmm. then it's nice to have Italy kind of mixing things up. Well, and I, what I like is, you know, obviously with the Olympics coming up, I don't know if uh, Hofer and Vera will make that, but there was a, I had a bit of concern. Oh, now they have the Olympics in their own country, and then you know your best athletes are. Retiring, possibly yeah. retiring before that and who yeah. who do it who have they behind that but i mean yeah. so far you know it's not uh they're not in a major pickle no i think they're gonna be fine right i think they'll be just fine with vitazzi and Giacomel and and they'll have a few more that mm-hmm. come up did you see uh michaela carrara i'm probably butchering that name but um she's she's been on the ibu cup mostly and has been just wildly fast um and uh, she came. She raced the short individual, and she I think had the fifth fastest time on the day, which was oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Decent, not bad. Eh? <laughs> was that decent? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Do you think uh, it? It just seems like a lot of people coming in from the IBU are super fast. Yeah, I, right. I just, I just wonder if there is a bit of a trend in biathlon in general to, um, to focus on the skiing to to not fall behind. Yeah, and the idea that you know, you have to be you have to be fast to make it to have a chance. Like yeah. just being a good shooter is not going to cut it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I was going to joke Unless, and say like you can't be Ader, but even Ader, in his heyday, was decently fast, right? He wasn't well, and he's still yeah. and he's still. Uh, I, I looked at quickly at his shooting stats. He's still in the top five at least, but usually in the top three with shooting times. <laughs> yeah, and as so, we talked about with Simone, you can you can do a lot of damage there. So, yeah, but in the short individual, he was behind Adam Runnels. Who oh, had a great yes. result? Seventeenth yes. and fastest shooter. Um, Christian Gao thirty seventh, and Logan Platts eighty seventh. But um, women came in: Benita Pfeiffer thirty ninth, mm-hmm. Moser fifty, Lunder fifty two. In the single mixed, Platts and Lunder were thirteenth. Unfortunately, in the mixed relay, they got lapped. Um, did you realize that of the 23 teams, yes, only the, the first 12 made it and 13 to 23 all got lapped. That was a, there were a lot of teams that were lapped. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what you do about that. It was just a lot of teams getting lapped. Well, and, and you know, the, the mixed relay was just one of those typical after the first lap, you're like, okay, Norway's got this. Yeah, you know, and of well, course, yeah. when they, when they do a solid, fast race in fast conditions, yeah, they're yeah. going to lap a lot of people. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, and you feel bad because like but... it was Jacquemel and JT Boo in the in the final leg, so it wasn't even like he could sort of calm down and not like he still had to race hard, right? It wasn't like they <laughs> yeah. had like a three minute lead, you know what I mean? Hmm. And uh, and she could just sort of cruise around in the last lap, and but. He still had to go. Anyway, it's um, feel bad. Do you think in the uh, Oberk household, huh. including uh, some other people in the team, that there's some sickness going around? Something's happening. Uh, Elvira, for whatever reason, I think just hates Antholtz. I think she just is really not good there. Um, well, I had too I had bad for up, her. Was that? Too bad for her because it's always on the World Cup. But I know, um, <laughs> yeah. Like today's shooting or uh, ski times. It's yeah. just, it was just shocking. Really bad. So she, in her career, has raced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times in Anholtz, and she has three top tens, which I think has to be her worst. Um, but yeah, no, they were they were really slow, right? Yeah, for themselves, relative. Like Elvira on the was it short individual? One twenty four behind Lampage. That's all that's decent, right? And 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 that's not just Lampage too, because Simona's right there. So that's Yeah, because I mean Elvira is one, usually yeah. behind Lampage, but like, you know, maybe ten seconds yeah. if not less. Fifteen at most, yeah. Um but that that puts her a minute and twenty three behind Simone. Which is yeah. Not good. 
Did they did they both set out the relay? Yeah, they did. Yeah. That must have been a while that there was no Oberg on a on a relay. Yeah. So there well, must be and then I think uh Samuelson didn't look like he had some good races, but then he also had some really bad ones. His shooting wasn't too bad actually on the uh uh did he do he did single mixed? Yeah. He was he was pretty good. But otherwise he was but a yeah. total non factor. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because he was really I, I, you know what? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me seven times or whatever it's been now. But I just feel like this is the same story with Samuelson every year. Is that like I get really excited after the first two weeks. And then. Yeah. But this year feels. Yeah. There's just there was something health related. Just not. Yeah. And and uh, I don't know. Maybe it's wax too. Because yeah. none of the. Well, that I shouldn't say none. Because. Um, Jesper Nellen mm-hmm. had probably one of his best weekends. Yeah, he did. That was um, really fantastic, yeah. But I don't know, maybe it's a different brand of skis. But uh, yeah, no, Sweden uh, is not looking all too happy right now. Mm-hmm. No. I, 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 the men, right. I still think that Ponsalom and, and Samuelson, like they've got the talent to, mm-hmm. even if not challenging the top Norwegians, they should still be in the mix there for like that, that, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh spot, yeah. right? But well, I and guess they, Samuelson they actually is, is are regularly, weird. yeah. But you don't really notice them because they're not really, you know, in it until the last moment. Or sure, yeah, or yeah, or or they're there, but they weren't actually in the in yeah. contention. They just sort of were. Yeah. They just happened to end up there. But yeah, uh, I think Riedmüller, the German. Whew, yeah, um, I I. Can't say I know him, but it, I'm assuming he's a younger guy from the IBU Cup. But um, that's no, that's exactly it. So you know, seventh, uh, seventh in the short individual. Yeah, was it was it his first race at the World Cup? First race ever. Yeah. So he's been he's been running really well on the IBU Cup for a little while now, and mm-hmm. um, I. I so how were, much value do you think teams put on the IBU Cup? I have no you know, idea. It's great to offer them a position on the World Cup, but. Yeah, if you're doing really well there, you're kind of yeah, right. You know, he, reducing he, your chance he, of winning that. Yeah, so I don't know the he was the top non-Norwegian on the IBU Cup, which I guess is sort of like being the top non-Norwegian on the World Cup, right? So you know that they're right. going to be those guys in the in the very top. But he mm-hmm. was running really really well. Um, so I'm I'm glad that he got his opportunity. And and, and frankly, like with the German men, I think that. There are they've had a number of really good races from a lot of different people, but I think that there's probably always going to be an opening for somebody who's performing well, whether it's Philip Horn or Reith Miller to to move up to right to sort of well, and, yeah, make like their case. Said, like Dole's been winning, Naroth has been winning, and then today Naroth had what six misses. Yeah, yeah. So he's still going to be but there. It was, I think it yeah. was third fastest skier, if I remember correctly. But uh, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, you're right. I think there's always going to be the chance of getting a spot. Yeah, I think there there should be anyway. I don't think yeah. nobody I guess Dole, I guess you could say, but in ah, whatever. I I just think that there there are not five or six guys who have locked down a spot on the World no. Cup at all times, right? So there should no, always be so. a, an opening. Um, um probably should mention Invenius. Yes. Otto. That's exactly right? what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. 11th and 10th, is that right? 
yes, his very first career top 10. Awesome. So, yeah, so he's actually, he's on a nice little run here. Uh, the last, the last few races, 21st, 18th, 11th, and 10th. And hmm. before that he had just one career top 20. And so now he's had three more in the last three races. Way to go. That must be uh, good feeling, uh, going into the world championship too. For sure. And he's only 23. Hmm. Hey, he's a young guy. So, uh, happy to see that. Um, did you see, uh, obviously hockey gross for, for the Swiss team, but also Amy Becerga had a, had a nice, nice race today. Hmm. So she I, finished, no, I missed that, but she finished 10th and that is a new career best for her. She now has, I think three top 12s, uh, this season. Nice. And 12th, by the way, the reason I mentioned that is because 12 was her career best before the year. So she's okay. finished. Yeah. Um, another person who broke his personal best was uh, George Buta. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see this. Yeah, from uh, is he from Romania? I believe. Way to go, George! What, yeah, what did he, he, where did he uh, finish? He shot clean in the uh, short individual and came in twenty second. Nice. And prior to that, his best was twenty third uh, in Oberhof World Championships last year, and then uh, some top. Uh, no, some rankings in the 30s before hmm. that. Well, the, I see the only one I saw actually was uh, Ranta, who finished right behind him in 23rd. Hmm. And that was his career best. Uh, prior to that, it was 36th. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, we're doing, yeah. doing pretty well with these. I, you know, it's it's fun to see like these guys. I almost get like when we talked about watching the the individual watching till the end, like this is why you do it, right? It's for these yeah. guys. Oh, totally. Right. Who, who they get these career best finishes and yeah, it's, it's only, and I'm doing air quotes only 23rd, but Hey, you know, that's a, uh, it's a huge, I, I think I'll, I'll go for that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, speaking yeah. of, I meant to mention her earlier. Um, and, and now is a good time. Actually, uh, Edeline made her, mm. her, her return to the to the yep. World Cup. So um, she starts the year not even on the IBU Cup, goes to the IBU Cup, performs well enough. There's an opening. They send her up, and she gets ninth place in the in the short individual. Mass start didn't go as well, but... Uh, but she was you know, fast. Yeah, really, really um, good to see. Yeah. Uh, she comes up and, and really makes a statement. So good for her. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to mention uh, uh, Slidermark who yes. has not had top results, but her shooting has actually been quite good. She started with uh, 75% the first race of the season, but after that she shot clean in the three races since then. So, Wow. Did she really? Yep. I missed it. Yep. She, uh, what did she come in? 45th? Yeah. She came so yeah, so forty fifth, right? Uh Justine Brazé Boucher was in forty second, so that's good company. But uh much ballyhooed uh uh rookie, uh Jean Richard was in forty fourth, DJ Irwin forty sixth, Lotte Lee thirty or forty seventh. So that's uh that's good company to to keep around you. Yeah, yeah. And her uh this season rankings are ninety five, eighty five, sixty six, forty five. So world championships at top 30 is possible. Top 30 is definitely possible. <laughs> I'm feeling it. 
we talked to Tobias Torgerson um, a couple weeks back, and one of his uh, young women did really well. Um, Natalia Sidorovich uh, was 22nd in the short individual, which mm-hmm. earned her a bib in the mass start. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that he, that uh, must be even the, uh, more rewarding than you know right. being twenty second. Obviously, I'm, I'm, is that her best result? Uh, yeah, yep. But yeah. then being able to start the mass start. Yeah, I mean, be able to line yeah, up and be, be like, "Hey, I'm I'm in this mm-hmm. group," you know. Um, and I think she was like 29th, but um, he said afterward, I asked him afterward how she was feeling and disappointed with the overall result, but really happy with the way she handled the pressure and. Uh, uh, definitely had some some tired legs uh, after some some hard racing. So yeah, uh, great great experience, and we'll we will hopefully see her there again. Because it was that her first, very first, yeah, Last start, yeah. So yeah. you know, not a bad place to do it. Um, two names that I've I've mentioned several times already this year, but uh, uh, Noten and Arnaclive continue mm-hmm. just to to have some good good races. So uh, yeah. Right, Noten goes uh, uh, tenth in the, or was it sixth in the the short individual? I don't think she ran the mass start, did she? Not sure. I I just I didn't see a result for her, and I wasn't specifically looking. Right. Um, and then Arna Clive, but um, also in the relay, just yeah. solid again, right? Oh yeah, right, steady, it's super reliable. Yep. And then um, on the other end of the skill, Skogan Skogan didn't mm-hmm. have a very good weekend. I think she had uh Ooh, no yeah six six misses oh noton was in fifth on the mass start i'm a dunderhead huh. yeah yeah that's also yeah, one wow, of those athletes just, right it's, yeah 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 it just kind of sneaks in there yep so that is her whoa how many is this now one two three four five six seven eight nine nine top tens this season eight ten wow 11, oh, good gracious that's cool. so not bad at all no. Yeah. Um one one athlete I can just not wrap my head around is uh Marketa Davidova. Yeah. You know, she started not great, then started to get better. You felt like it's maybe the the old uh Davidova again. And then you know, she had a hundred percent in the pursuit and group holding. And then this weekend, 75, 75. Um, I know. I was really thinking after we saw in Rupoling, I was like, ah, here we go. This is it. She's got mm-hmm. it. Like, we're, we're yeah. moving. And oh, then, she, clearly, yeah. she's just building towards the world championship. Yes, exactly. I was like, ah, that though, this, is, this has been the plan. You know, she's everything's going to come together for Nova Mesto. Nope. Yeah. So I guess it still can happen, but. Yeah, and her skating nervous. is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, last three races, she was fourth, eighth, and 15th. Uh, ski rank, but yeah, with seventy five percent, seventy percent, you're not gonna do all too well. I don't know. Yeah. Did she race on one of the relays? I'm uh, sure she did. I, see, I was not paying attention to her performance. Yeah. So they got in sixth, and she shot eighty three percent. Okay, so and fifth ski rank. So uh, oh pretty, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Pretty good so there. she actually she was she was solid right and then and Mara Maracek had them decently high on his first leg and then he had a penalty loop on his second mm-hmm. leg and or a second shooting and that was a that was sort of it for their ability to compete for the podium but yeah 
uh, before we Any, go, yes, what were you going to say? No, um, did you hear that Hartwig wasn't there, right? He was not there, sick again. Yep, sick again. Uh, poor yep. guy. So he got he uh, <laughs> chatted with him very briefly, and uh, after Rup holding, and he was really excited about how he was feeling. And then the very next day, he sent a message and said, "Oh, just kidding, <laughs> sick." Um, so, yeah. Ugh. So I just I just feel bad. You know, that this is yeah. de- like a. It's almost like what biathlon god did he annoy? You know, last year that gave him the boost for Oslo to win the U twenty five globe, and now he's paying for it. Yeah, and it's. I, I think you mentioned it earlier in the season. It seems almost like this. Um, season is most influenced by uh corona right assuming yeah. that it's mostly corona it, it just seems like every everybody not everybody it, but like every every weekend has seen somebody big out of the out of the the race yeah or you know when they're in the race they're like look at the ubergs I, you're right yeah i cannot imagine that they're just in bad shape like there, there must this, be more to to especially right. Elvira to be that yeah. far behind. Yeah, that'd be really bad shape. Yeah. So, and um, I actually did not check into that, but Preutz is also not. I I don't think she missed many races. She missed two, I think. It, okay. Yeah. But she's kind of out of the. She's definitely yeah. Well, this is what I was going to ask, right? So uh, overall picture. So for the women, Tangibold held on to her yellow bib mostly because Justine Brazé Boucher and Lisa Vitazzi, neither of them were able to have really spectacular weekends. Because Tangibold, I think, went like twelfth and nineteenth, so it's not like she racked up a ton of points. But neither did anybody else. She has a twenty-point lead on Justine. She is up by, uh, I can do some math here, 40-ish, uh, 48 points on mm-hmm. Batazzi and 57 on Simone. Then it drops down to 117 points to Elvira, and Jean Monod is another 12 points behind her. So who is your favorite out of that group? For the Globe? Yeah. Hmm. Simone is 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 the yeah. one that I think of, right? Um, I, I really hope that Tan Revolt can hold on. Mm-hmm. Lisa Boucher is a tough one because obviously she was so strong two weekends ago, mm-hmm. and yeah. then after that's been kind of the shooting letting her down. Yep. Fatochi might sneak in there, and and I have to go back to what I just said about Preutz, it because she, you know, yeah, she may be fallen off our radar, but her yeah. results this whole season two four two, then she missed one race seven four seven two seven nine six eight, <laughs> and the last three races, so Rupe wow. holding and yeah. the short individual, uh, prone was a hundred percent standing, uh. 80, I would say, on average. So still a pretty solid. I mean, she didn't shoot 100% from before that, but yeah. pretty pretty strong. Um, That's incredible. Season, That's so. just such yeah. 
remarkable. I'm looking it up right now. Average rank. Uh, Preutz is still the leader in average rank. She her average finish hmm. is five point three. Yeah. Vitot- Vitotzi six point four. Tangerwald six point nine. Jean Monnet seven point nine. Simone eight point two. Yeah. <laughs> Justine Brise Boucher. Her average finish is ten point five, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ninth. And uh, that's well, when you get you get four wins, it's going to boost your score a lot. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Um. um. And one yeah, other, we, well, I was gonna say, I think she might have just peaked a little bit early. Um, her peak was spectacular, but I don't know if it's gonna last. Yeah, like, but yeah. if her if her non peaks are all top tens, this is yes, you know, yeah, 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 you're gonna hang around. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be fun. This is a lot of women who have a really good chance at this. I, I'm just excited that you know we're halfway through the season, and there is no way that somebody is not going to the states and Canmore because they're already. Oh, yeah. Secured. Everybody's got to be there, right? Everybody's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. and it's not and, to say it, that everybody will be coming, but well, yeah. But I think if if you have a chance at winning the globe or one of the discipline discipline globes, you got to go. And I yeah. think once you get to Soldier Hollow, you might as well come to Canmore because you're already all the way over here. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, yeah. I mean, all those women are going to be there, and that's going to be great, and it just makes yeah. me very happy. And my hope is that Tangible wins the overall by one point, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, That'd be yep, great. Yep, she wins by one point in a sprint we'll, finish with sprint finish. Uh, I, it doesn't matter to me, right? And then we're gonna get no, the we're gonna get the um. So I would I, I would say I think it would be fun to do it over Simone because Simone is the reigning champion, and it to, mm. if you can beat Simone in a sprint finish, man, you really had to earn it. Yeah. Yeah, fair but enough. but I don't don't get me wrong. I, I would I would be thrilled if Atati was up there or. Brise Boucher was up there. Um, Simone is is a hell of an athlete. I think that she and I have sort of <laughs> conflicting personalities, but um, I, I respect I, her tremendously. I would would be so interested to have a. Oh, sorry. I need to be careful what I'm saying because this could be explained very wrong. Uh, to have a microphone at the team yeah. meeting of the French women. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, I, was, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, uh, just not to that I would to... understand it, but <laughs> yeah, no, just <laughs> but to see assuming how it that I could understand. Out, yeah. I just yeah. like even today with you know Simone seemed pretty excited for Shamano, uh, and I don't know if Shamano was just kind of disappointed that she yeah felt like she could have won, but she seemed pretty cold. Yeah, or was she just tired. But uh, yeah. yeah, this is total. Body There's always language. some. There, there, yeah. there, just yeah, it's never just smooth and and and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Total body language, watching from thousands of miles away. But Jean Monnet yeah. seemed more excited to talk to Hacky Gross after the race than Simone. So, yeah, and that's. But again, that's sitting on my on my couch, and I'm not trying to stir the pot. But but then it's again, just, it's uh, like if this whole credit card thing wouldn't have happened. Sure. And and today would have gone out exactly the same. Would be like, oh well, she's just super happy for Hacky Gross because she won her first, and yeah, you know, it seemed like Hacky Gross is yeah. a pretty likable character. Yeah. Uh, Simone was hugging her right away. I, think that, I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe I, we I wouldn't look into is, it so much. Probably a little bit of a lone wolf too. I mean, she's a pretty intense person. I just I think a lot mm-hmm. of intense people can can be like that. Yeah, um, it's a bit of like uh, um, Foucault. Yeah, very yeah. very yeah. Um, easy to respect. Yeah, um, 
nothing against the guy, but maybe not the most likable person. Sure. Yeah. Harder to love, easy to respect, harder to love. Um, But no, and I, and I don't want anyone to take this wrong. Like I actually, I think Julia Simone, like as a, just as a pure athlete, I respect the hell out of her. I, Mm -hmm. and, and I just watching what she can do with some of the, some of the, like the aggression that she has on the courses. And I mean, aggression in a really good way. It's just sort of stunning to watch. Um, well, she she puts it in people's faces, right? Yeah. Here, I'm yeah. going to do this. You beat me. Yeah. And that's like good great. Luck. Good for her. Like she is super confident. Yeah. And that's like yeah. there's every but, single uh, time. But, but she she's not arrogant. I don't no. find her arrogant. No, no, no. But yeah. She just seems to be a bit of a yeah, yeah, loner personality. Yeah. Uh, even the interviews, she's 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 nice and she's yeah. open, but super. there's it's not a. Well, and, 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 and I will say this for her, like, you know, my, my, uh, my boo Tangervold, right. Loves her. So that must mean something, you know, I don't know, yeah. but I, I just, I, Tangervold is just is one of those. anybody who Tangervold no, does yeah, not love her. <laughs> probably, there probably is somebody, but I don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me. It's probably me. <laughs> um, I'll be the first person. She'll look at me like, oh my gosh, get him away from me. Um, <laughs> You think she'll sit out camera? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who that guy is. Right. He's got to Let's stop following go me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but well, um, I wanted to to mention Lampage again because yeah, I've mentioned her a lot before, and I always feel bad because in my head she's like, well, she's not even you know that good. Yeah. But you know that you you see her today on the on the mass start, and uh-huh. you're like, oh. Why is that? And she's actually 17th in a World Cup standings. I know. She is. So yeah. that is, you know, quite amazing. And then, you know, you look at her ski ranks in the last five races, one, 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 one. Yeah. Uh, back from top 30 median, minus 4.5, minus 3.2. Yeah. Like, that's, those are not small margins. And yes, her shooting is bad, but it's not bad enough to put her out of contention completely. No. She's, I, I, I saw her, I, I literally before the, before we started recording, I saw her in 17th and I was like, whoa, that's yeah. not bad. Like, and her prone in, is, is starting to improve to, it's not going to be a hundred percent anytime soon, but, um, she's also the last four races. She was 80% in prone. Mm-hmm. Um, hey. her standing is being 60% with two races, 70%. Uh, and then a the 50% before that. So that's definitely something that she, uh, but that's the thing. Like she has a lot to improve, but she can yeah. improve a lot. Cause you know, yeah. obviously if she can find a combination of shooting better while still keeping the speed. Sure. She doesn't have to be great. Like if she can hit like 75 to 80%, right. Cause right yeah. now she's hitting 64%. Yeah. Uh, she's well, a lot 50- of fast skiing is yeah. like, I, I don't know if you, She's not a big muscular person. No. And and a lot of great skiers just have that, you know, technique that they don't look like they're going fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they are. It's gliding, yeah. Just super smooth and, and not wasting any energy on, on trying to stay in balance. And um, and then you have the dollars who can do that and then sprint up a hill like it's downhill almost. But um I don't know. I just, cause I've always thought, well, if you want to go, if you want to keep your speed, you're spending more energy. But I think the whole key to going fast in cross country skiing is to spend as little energy. Yeah. 
It's yeah, and and, and you right, so Lampich and and like Dala you mentioned, and 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 just watch them moving and it doesn't make sense right it's like they're moving faster than seems possible with the amount of effort mm. that you're seeing in front of you there are some people right. that they look like they're just like benny dole we've talked we've joked about right like <laughs> yeah. he, it's all yeah, i know it's but um but the these guys like they it's like how are like you mentioned him going up the he's going up the slope as fast as it would seem like you would go down it and it's like how are you moving up that it just physically seems like it's not possible um so. Well, and it was what impressed me so much that it just kept going. Like it was, it was a long stretch. <laughs> yeah. You see people do a burst for like, you know, 10 meters before the top of the hill, just they burst. Going. And then, no, he was, just, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm going to rewatch that. that oh, that'll that be one, one or two tomorrow. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. When you're like, oh, he's still 30 seconds behind. And then the, yeah. the look on QFM's face where he's like, what I knew it was coming, yeah. but this was, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like G- uh, QFM was cruising. QFM was moving, like he was still like even before when he was still quite ahead. Like he, it didn't seem to me like he was like, oh, I got this in the bag and gonna just take it easy. Do you know? By the like way, he was you, working hard on the on the uphills and stuff. Sorry. Do you know where QFM currently ranks in skiing this season? Did you look it up? No, I did not. So, do um, you have a guess? Top twenty, he's twelfth. Twelfth, yeah, yeah. But I think moved, his shooting Dalla has moved, been super inconsistent. It has, but Dalla moved past him like he was standing still. That's just yeah. Although crazy. that could also yeah. be skis, could be, yeah, for sure. You saw it especially on the, yeah. on the gliding section. But then, if but you, the women, if you the come French bursting up a hill, yeah, you already, you know, have such a speed difference, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you go into the downhill that you take yeah. up with you. Yeah, but yeah, the women is also because it's different time, right? So mm-hmm. it could be that or you hit the, from the, first the mark, yeah, yeah, or just a warmer temperature or yeah. more sun or. Um, um, last thing before we go, can anybody win the overall from uh, from J Two or is it is it over? Well, with all the sickness, you never know. But assuming yeah. that. Assuming that's health. not going to play a role. Yeah. Like you, you were tempted, you were tempted to think the way Dollar's been coming up the last couple of races. Yeah, but then Bochel being so strong, so yeah. No, I, I don't see it happen. Yeah, so there's it was sort of a there, that that's exactly what I wanted at uh, the response I wanted because. Um, Bo actually increases lead this weekend from seventy eight points to ninety two points. Um, yeah. so it's like, when well, it he, feels he, like he's had a really bad season, it does. <laughs> he's, he's, he and now you look at that and all could win and he'd still be in the lead. So that's yeah. pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good lead. Um, and, and again, it I, also I, feels like his skiing is getting stronger. So I, I just think that he's going to get to Oslo. He's going to win at least one of those races. And then we're going to be like, did we, did we ever really doubt this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't see it. See it happen. No. I agree. Um, one thing I really liked, um, and I'm just quickly scrolling through the other rare events, is that the women were uh, second. Mm. Yeah. I would say typically the men are second, but going back through. No, I think you're right. 
No, I think they mix it up actually. Because oh, do they? Was this Oberhof was the men first and the women? Hochfields and men first, women. So I think they they mix it per um, per event. Okay. Yeah, because it's literally like event one, men, women; event two, women, men, etc. Either way, I like that. Um, that it's not Any automatically the men. Why? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I just yeah. It, there's a lot of sports where like the um the women are sort of the the warm up for the real final. Yeah. You know, when yeah. the men are gonna. Yes, and, I see. And, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And especially, I, I don't know. There are certain sports where I think the men's side has developed more, whether that's justified or not. But um, it just seems to, still to be the case. Mm-hmm. And then there's other sports I'm really enjoying women's soccer nowadays. But I just feel that here I feel no difference between men and women. And especially with how close the women have been, I think mm-hmm. it's justified that they are sort of the highlight of the day. Uh, not only do I find there to be no difference, I actually find the women's races more exciting. Um, yeah. Not not that the men's races aren't exciting. I just think that there's a deeper field of women who can mm-hmm. potentially win or challenge for a, a podium or top five. And so I just I come into every race with a with more excitement. Yeah. I know. I'm. I'm just. I guess one of those naive dreamers that just wishes that your gender should just not matter. I you know, think. Yeah. I that think it's just. If you can't, I mean, agree, I'm not saying yeah. they should all be in the same. Because I mean, obviously, men typically have a, a physical yeah. advantage over over women. Um, but you know, there should not be a, an automatic assumption that oh, the highlight is the men's race. Yeah. So, so anyway, I, it, uh, sorry, no, 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 I'm no, going no, into I'm, way too long, but. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned it. I, I really enjoy it. So I, I really enjoy watching women's tennis. I think I enjoy it more than men's tennis. I enjoy, hmm. uh, I think the women's golf is actually a lot of fun too. Um, but hmm. um, I think you're right. I think that, that you know, um, oftentimes, like you said, it's sort of like the warm up or it's sort of like the thing to watch when the men aren't competing. Um, yeah. And so I, I appreciate that in that the IBU does make an effort to promote them both equally. Um, and I, and I just, yeah. I, I do think that they deserve some applause for that. So, um, absolutely, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm very happy to be a fan of this sport and and to see them doing that. Mm-hmm. Crowd was amazing as usual. Oh yes. Oh, and speaking um, of crowds, you know where we're going next. I mean, so we're going to Nova Mesta, who's got the yeah. I think they like biathlon, right? Crazy stadium there. Yeah, I think I'm very excited to see that. Um, plus the, uh, the timing of the race, I think there are going to be a lot of evening races. So like, or mm. sunset races that could be, could make for some, yeah. some fun, uh, pretty excited crowds. Not four thirty in the morning races. Mm. No, I think they're like 10 30 Eastern time races. Like there's some like wow. 10 o'clock Eastern time. It's pretty wild. That'd be nice. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> yeah. It's actually going to be hard because some of them are, it's actually, there's a sweet spot where it's like, it's, you know, it, yeah, yeah, after it gets yeah, to yeah. a certain point, like Before you start getting through other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 630. Mm, can't do better than that. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. 430. A little early. Yeah. For you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I'm sure nobody listened to the last 10 minutes and I don't blame them because we went <laughs> off on some tangents, but yeah. 
All right, man. So I have a question. Uh, oh boy, maybe you can cut this out later. But um, so so as most people know, probably I grew up in Holland, and a yeah. lot of sports there are club based, not the North American system where it's tied to schools and that kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, I was I was surprised, for example, when I said uh, I, I played field hockey a lot in Holland and it's like looking for a team. And they're like, oh, well, that's oh, that's only women who play that. And I'm like, huh. what do you mean? And it's like, well, you know, there's some some yeah. uh, colleges yeah. and stuff where there's also men's league. But after that, there's, you know, just not enough. And I'm sure there are some people that play field hockey in, in, in Canada or uh, men, but it's just not a. There's not really a league or anything sure. like that. And it made me like we're in the playoffs for the uh, American football. Is American football ever played by girls, women? Uh, there are a handful of instances where they are like the kicker, but never. I mean, there's. there's... And I'm not talking about that league. Um, no, 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 no. There's no, there, like there's there are a couple of instances of like kickers uh, playing on mm. high school or, or college teams, but that's about it. Yeah, I find that. That that's that I find that weird. Um, <laughs> uh, I've got a yeah, question. And, for you. And, a, and, a, and a, there's no baseball, I think, for women. Like pretty much women. There's softball. Always plays. Yeah, s- fast pitch or yeah, fast pitch softball. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, question for you, biathlon related, mm-hmm. actually. Um, JT Boo now uh, five wins behind for Cod. Does he match him this season? Yeah. World Cup wins or total wins? total wins yeah i think you'll you'll match or pass yeah between the uh world championships and mm-hmm. yeah. is that that's just uh non-team or just non-team yeah yeah yep i think he's still so he's uh five behind for cod and he is whoa 17 17 back of bjorn dolan I don't think he'll do that this season, but no, but two years. (laughs) Good. 17. So if he gets say five more this year, then he'd be 12 back six and six. Anyway, it feels like he can do it. Yeah. We'll see if he keeps going as long as uh, Bjorn Donald, then he'll definitely get it. (laughs) Yeah. There'll be 112. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and these, right, uh, these these poor guys on the IBU Cup are like, just retire already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding, eh? Yeah, they'll oh. run their whole careers waiting for an opening. Yeah, yeah. They retire before yeah. JT Bowie's. Uh, <laughs> we promise when he's not in the top 30, we'll drop him into, into the IBU Cup. <laughs> yeah, oh, you man. and I will be on the <laughs> many seasons down the road. <laughs> yeah. Well, as oh, you know, man. JT Boo is once again, you know, in the mix yeah. for another overall. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, All that's right. a good place to end it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, have a good one, man. Have yeah, a good absolutely. Week. And uh, thanks for listening, know, everyone. We we might be if back. You're still with, there. Uh, yeah, we might be back with uh, another another episode before the the worlds, or maybe we'll just talk to you sometime during worlds. So. Maybe we uh, see if we can do that tour that we've been talking about to. Uh, Ask about biathlon around the world and oh yeah, let's do it. We'll just, just start popping fly around. to different places. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Take care, man. Take care.